0: Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey, Heather. And we haven't been here for a little while. Today is Friday, May 6th, 2022. And we had a visitor in our house, didn't we?
1: I've had the song uh, Say, Say, Say. You know that song?
0: Michael Jackson?
1: and Paul, Paul McCartney, McCartney I've had that song in my fucking head for 3 days Oh no and I hate that song so much and I don't know where I heard it or how I got it in my head I just I just got aha that f- goddamn thing Take on me Please don't say it.
0: So I feel I, like I if- just
1: got that one out of my head, and then say, 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 which is the other than Ebony and Ivory, which is a which is a pow- powerful message of a song, but the second worst Paul McCartney song, next to say, say, next say, say, say is the worst Paul McCartney song. I don't want it in my head.
0: But so w- what I have found is that when I have a song in my head, I have to listen to the song the whole way through before I can get it out of my head. Shut your mouth. Oh, my God. That's not that's not nice.
1: Sorry, but I can't listen to that song.
0: Um, so we had a visitor in our house. We had a little visit from the coronavirus. Yep. I, I had COVID. I'm all right. I'm all right, everybody. Don't worry. Um, Frank took very good care of me. You took such good care of me that I think because you didn't have it and our daughter didn't have it. It was just me that had it. Mm -hmm. And so I was full on quarantined in a room by myself.
1: The worst part was the sound of that ventilator. It was so fucking (laughs) loud. And a lot of people don't realize that one of the one of the things this is the un Un, you know, the unspoken truth about uh, COVID-19-er is that um, you, were, uh, you were unable to control your bowels. and
0: Oh, my God. And
1: it's okay now. It's okay. But I had to, I mean, there were bags and oh bags God. and bags. Like, I mean, I had to go and get, I mean, I made at least three, <laughs> three trips to Lowe's for those <laughs> the
0: industrial strength
1: and it's okay that we can laugh about it now but your your bowels became unhinged and okay
0: all right so i was here paying you a compliment you brought me all my meals on a tray with flowers you brought me chocolate you were very nice you brought me a bottle of wine because i didn't feel bad i wasn't very sick uh, but it, you took such good care of me that I and thought the that maybe that, I thought that maybe you wanted to keep me in that room forever.
1: The things that were in your stool—I mean, like things like it seems like things from the early '80s came out. Like there was a there was a you know a, a rusted a rusty can of Coors Light, and I don't know how you got that inside of your digestive tract. I but take it
0: back. I take back everything that I said. Every nice thing I said.
1: I was happy to take care of you, Heather. And, you know, you can tell the people how I brought you trays of food morning I, three times. I brought you your three squares. every, yeah. And um, I cleaned up your Kleenexes that were all over the place. You're, you, One thing I realized, I, I learned about you is that given... I mean, because I clean up a lot around here. Mm -hmm. And given—so when you were alone, you were in, in, um, you know, our son's bedroom. Our son is away now at university. And um, you took over his room, and you were sort of living there alone again as a bachelorette. Yeah,
0: I made a life for myself in that room. And it was a mess. I had a television that I brought in there. It was a mess. I had uh, a puzzle going. But so the reason why it was a mess is because I didn't have any place to put my things away because I didn't want to, like, empty out a drawer. And so I was just sort of living off of, like, a, a pile of clothes on the floor or in a hamper. I and knew. there were clean clothes mixed with dirty clothes. It was a mess. It, it was, was a nightmare. It
1: was so cute. I knew every time we put a bell, a little bell in there, like a bell on a, you know, on a hotel desk. And every time that bell rang, I knew that I had to grab the industrial garbage bag and <laughs> get in there because you had... You had, what did you, you started calling it? You had, uh, you had lost another lung. Oh my God. And I had to go in and, um, I bought a, um, a coal shovel. I found an oh. old, um, <laughs> uh, antique coal shovel and I was able to, I was able to. So I
0: was just pooping on the floor? I was just going all over the a, floor?
1: I have a friend who's a chimney sweep and I borrowed some of his, some of his tools and, um, Because I also had to clean out your, you know, your behind, your bum, as you call it. And I had to, you know, I had to, I had to, and so I used a lot of those chimney sweep uh, tools, old school tools to clean you. And, um, but that's, you know, that's, that was what I signed up for when I um, signed into matrimony with you, which, which was, that was um, another milestone that we reached um, during our break from this, Heather, right? That's right.
0: We had our anniversary yesterday. It was our 21st wedding anniversary, which is a really, 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 really long time to be married. Yeah. 21 years.
1: But so, you know, after 21 years, you, you get to know somebody so well, but you have no idea what, like, you know, five pounds of their stool might look like.
0: <sighs> Speaking of uh, pooping right where you are, um, I found a, a story in a, in a news Outlet, that is just one of the most horrific things that I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. Um, It says a a Louisiana prosecutor says he will ask a grand jury to hand up a murder indictment against the parents of a 36 year old woman found dead in January, sunk into a hole she'd worn in a couch she hadn't moved from possibly in years. She was a recluse. She had severe sores on the her underside and fecal matter. Smushed onto her face, abdomen, and chest, her hair was matted and filled with maggots. Photos of the sores appeared rotten to the bone. So they're saying it was a homicide, and she died of severe chronic neglect, which is like the longest way to kill someone if you want to kill them.
1: Uh, she weighed
0: just 96 pounds at the time of her death, and she was also positive for our friend coronavirus.
1: Who's charged with her murder?
0: Her parents.
1: Well, I don't believe that. I mean they I mean, look, if my if my if I got a you know she sounds like a slacker, and if so if she's just going to lay around on the couch, it's not my responsibility. To she go had
0: autism. Uh, she went to school through the ninth grade and then her she entered a homeschool program. She saw a psychologist for a few years and a doctor once in her twenties. Sheila and Clay Fletcher said their daughter parked in the living room and wouldn't leave. So they brought her meals and set up a potty that she didn't use. Instead, she relieved herself in the hole she'd worn in the couch. The caretakers just let her sit on the couch. She just urinated and used the bathroom on the couch. It was so horrific, they said.
1: Actually sounds like kind of a a good life in a way. I mean, if you can just, I mean, I wouldn't, some days I wouldn't mind. I mean, I feel like, you know, I feel like some days I don't, I would just like to lie there and just. Like just let it all go.
0: Yeah, on the night before her death, her mother said she ate half a sandwich and some Cheetos.
1: That was her. That was the day before she died. Yep, uh, she had that kind of appetite that day before she died. Yeah, Cheetos. So,
0: but I don't understand. Like, didn't the parent? Didn't the parents? I mean, that that couch must have been filled with poo and pee, and it must have stank so bad. How could they? Ah, uh, it's gonna make me throw up. How could they? Live with that stench.
1: Also, the maggots in her hair. Jesus. I mean, I mean, what's what what's that like to have, like you know, maggots crawling around in your head and eating a sandwich and Cheetos with the like, when a maggot maggot's falls onto your Cheeto, off
0: on the sandwich.
1: Like I guess at that point you don't give a damn, you know.
0: This was, I mean, this was. I think this is the worst story I've ever heard.
1: Well, that's what I was. That's what I was talking about. In an earlier segment, I was trying to avoid with you. I mean, I could just see because, you know, if that, if that, if your illness, if you you had stayed on that ventilator any longer, I could just see, I could see because you were refusing to wash and clean and stuff. I could see that happening to you. So, um, you know, uh, heavens to Betsy, I'm glad that that that, that did not happen to you. That I didn't get
0: poop matted in my hair. Right. Maggots
1: exactly heather cuz we 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 don't want that for you we
0: no i don't want that for anybody i don't want that for this poor woman who died
1: on well, the couch i wonder what they're going to do with that couch they should sell it
0: they should put it in the crime museum the national crime museum in tennessee
1: i don't think those people should be committed to a crime i don't think i don't i mean i don't think those people committed a crime i think uh, how old was this person
0: she was 36
1: yeah come on she knows better i know she 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 has autism but Severe? I don't know.
0: I mean, this sounds to me like one of those situations where it might be like manslaughter because she was going to die if she didn't get off that couch. She wasn't eating enough. She only weighed 96 pounds. But her parents didn't intervene.
1: I would say that they would just have to, like, my, my sense would be they have to sit on that couch for a weekend.
0: They have to stick their face in the, in the couch.
1: Yeah. They have to. Dig the Cheetos out of the, of the, you know, cushions. And eat them. That's right. In the entertainment field, some crazy shit's going on. Oh, yeah? Lots of people getting canceled.
0: Who got canceled since, now? Well,
1: since we've, been, since we've been away from the mic, um, well, it looks like Bill Murray almost got canceled.
0: Yeah, what, ha- what did he do?
1: Well, he was—he was, he was um, behaving badly. I mean, you get to be a certain age. Like, I mean, we've t- we've discussed it in the past. I'm sure that in my young, in my my younger days, in a different place and time, I made a lot, of, probably a lot of, a lot of remarks, and uh, I, I was a wise ass. So I probably, he was
0: just being an asshole. I you was probably you being get canceled for just being an asshole. What I
1: what what well what what I mean to say is. Uh, you, can't, you can't be the same kind of funny quote-unquote guy that you used to be. And Bill Murray um, issued some kind of, trying to, I'm trying to track it down here, he, he issued some kind of um, apology saying that, you know, think the world is a different place than when he was younger, and, and that's the truth. So I don't know if, the, if it's going to stick. It was an Aziz Ansari movie he wrote and directed, I guess that was, the bail Murray was in there. I thought
0: he was cancelled. Remember when he was cancelled because he didn't ask that woman if she wanted red or white wine? He just went and poured her a glass of wine. And then he had sex with her and didn't call.
1: Didn't he do something else with a fork or something? There was some... Oh, maybe. I was only
0: remembering that part of it.
1: Um, he, yeah, he was a bad date. He got, but there was a period there where everybody was getting cancelled left and right for the, for the minorest of, um, of shit. But, um, Excuse me, Heather. Um,
0: you've been sick yourself. You've yeah. Had a, you've had a terrible cold. Non-COVID, though. COVID.
1: Non-COVID. Because I'm a strong man.
0: I don't I know. I, take... I had COVID, and I got through it sooner than you're getting through this cold. I take it back. Lingering. I'm not a
1: strong man, and I don't want to get COVID. Um, also, Frank Langella.
0: What happened to him?
1: Were you going to read about Frank Langella? He got, no. um. He, uh, he was in some movie, um, Fall of the House of Usher. The fall, fall of the House of Usher. Yeah, fall of the House of Usher. Edgar Allan Poe, right? Is that what that is?
0: Yes. I, I could not... You, you slurred those words together. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, I'm... F- you t- Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I'm on... It's Edgar Allan Poe, it's the
1: It's the fentanyl that I took earlier. Um, he says, um, On April 14th of this year, I was fired by Netflix for what they determined to be unacceptable behavior on set. My first instinct was to blame. To lash out and seek vengeance. Jeez. Vengeance on who? 98 years old. What's he going to do? Oh, my God. I interviewed crisis managers, tough, connected lawyers, the professionally sympathetic at 800 per hour.
0: Jesus. That's more than Johnny Depp's paying his people.
1: Free advice was preferred as well. Don't play the victim. Don't proffered. sue.
0: Probably proffered.
1: Heather. You're right. It is proffered. There's two Fs there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play the victim. Don't sue. They'll dig into your past. Sign the NDA. Take the money and run. Don't do the talk show. Show contrition. Feign humil- humility. Say you've learned a lot. Apologize, apologize, apologize. I was playing the leading role of Roderick Usher in Edgar Allen Post Classic. Fall of the House of Usher. Modernized as a blah, blah, blah. On March 25th of this year, I was performing a love scene. How I mean, old this, is he? He's, he's in his 80s. Okay. I he's don't want to see
0: that. Who decided we want to see that?
1: I was performing. I won't even. I mean, I'm in my four, late 40s. I want to see
0: a man in his 80s in a love scene.
1: I, w- I was and going. Now I'm going
0: to get canceled because that's ageist.
1: I was going to do. Um, I went to do, as you recall, um, a job in in uh, December in California, and didn't ended up not working out. Uh, well, I'll say Everybody no got more. COVID, and it was just. A, it was. It was a catastrophic. Um, situation to say the very least on this on this particular movie set but i was supposed to be doing and i i made the i made the mistake of not reading the script while i was on the plane and uh i I mean i I wanted to jump off the plane
0: you had to do after reading this
1: but anyway i was supposed to be doing a love scene and i my point is i'm i'm not going to do a love scene at my age anyway and I'm pretty damn good looking. Okay,
0: so what did Frank Langella do during his love scene?
1: Good looking and in good shape, wouldn't you yeah, say, Heather?
0: Absolutely.
1: Are you See being... how nice
0: I am, and you—you you did a whole big thing about shoveling my my uncontrollable bowels.
1: I went to the trouble of finding a coal shovel. All right. I was performing a love scene with the actress playing my young wife. Both of us were fully clothed, so some love scene. I was sitting on a couch. She was standing in front of me. The director called, cut! He touched my leg, said the actress. That was not in the blocking. Wish I had a dime for every time you said that to me. Oh, my God. When we're making love, I touch your leg. You're like, stop, that's not cut. in the blocking. Cut, She then turned and walked off the set, followed by the director and the intimacy coordinator. I attempted to follow, but then asked to give her some, I was asked to give her some space. I waited for approximately one hour. It was then she was told not returning. she was told she was not returning to the set, and we were wrapped.
0: Oh, my God. Who is the actress?
1: They don't mention her well, name. we
0: can easily look it up.
1: Not long after an investigation began approximately one week later, Human Resources asked to speak to me by phone before the love scene began on March 25th, said the questioner. Our intimacy coordinator suggested you were both, where both of you should put your hands. It's brought to our attention that you said, this is absurd. Yes, I said, I did, and I still think so. It was a love scene on camera legislating the placement of hands, to my mind, is ludicrous. It undermines instinct and spontaneity. Yeah, but Frank, you're not actually making love. Like, what if, what, what if it was a, you know, a fencing scene? You want spontaneity? You get stabbed in the fucking balls. Toward the end of our conversation, she suggested that, she suggested that I not contact the young lady, the intimacy coordinator, or anyone else in the company. We, do, we don't want to risk retaliation. Intention is not, uh, we don't want to say, uh, and, uh, let's see what else it says. Um, when you're a leading actor, it requires, in my opinion, that you set an example by keeping the atmosphere light and friendly. Nevertheless, these were some of the, of the allegations. He told an off-color joke. Sometimes he called me baby or honey. He'd give me a hug or touch my shoulder. You cannot do that, Frank," said our producer. "You can't joke. You can't compliment. You can't touch. It's a new order."
0: Okay, I think you can call someone baby if you do it with like that old timey.
1: Hey, baby. Yeah. Hey, baby. Come um, over here.
0: Come over here and give us a kiss, baby. Well, but this is. I think that's okay. It depends if you just call someone baby.
1: I I don't think. I I, I, actually, I don't think that's appropriate, and I think that when you these days when you go when you know and and it should have been this all along, when you go to work on a movie set, you do your shit keep your mouth shut
0: yeah yeah look look at what's just happened i as you know i in my quarantine i spent my time uh participating in the johnny depp and amber heard trial and some of the stuff that came out between the two of them i mean my freaking god sometimes you think like okay am i am i a good wife Am I a good husband? But these two, oh man, we are nailing it compared to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard.
1: I just don't know how he gets gets by with all those rings. I mean, he's got three, four rings on every finger. How can you, how, do you, how, how do you? get anything done?
0: Yeah, no, I, I have no idea.
1: I, I mean, you can't. I mean, you're gonna you uh, you can't peel a you know a carrot. You can't, you, how are you going to drive a car, you can't put your, but I guess Johnny Depp doesn't need to do anything, I, he's, you know. No,
0: he has, he owns five houses in the Hollywood Hills on the end of a cul-de-sac, he owns multiple apartments in downtown Los Angeles, he owns uh, an island in the Bahamas, and a plane, this man has so much money, he doesn't know what to do with it.
1: Is the slippery whore that I donated my jizz to for a while staying there? Ooh.
0: Okay, so that's the kind of way. Heather, that, he, that was
1: our, That was my anniversary note to you. Why are you? <laughs> why are you? Why is Johnny Depp reading that?
0: He would talk to her like that, but then she would be like, "Johnny, Johnny," and she's talking to the jury and saying, "Like, and then I was wearing this dress. I don't know. I thought I looked pretty, but he didn't even tell me I looked pretty." And she says that with the same level of drama and outrage that she says that he grabbed her by her hair, and threw her down the stairs, ripping out pieces of her scalp. Jeez. Like, there's, they're not the same thing. They don't deserve the same emotion behind them.
1: Um, yeah, she's, um, from what I've seen, it looks like she's, um, she's putting on a bit of a shell. My, my take on, the, on it is that they were uh, a nightmare couple kicking the shit out of each other. And-
0: horribly toxic. Awful. Awful.
1: Couldn't figure out how to get along. And, you know, he's got tons of silly tattoos and he wears strange suits. And
0: they talk about their painting all the time. And then he ruined my paintings. And, like, it was my painting room. It's where I had the oil paints. And he's got his own oil paints. And they're just doing painting and reading poetry to each other. And I'm sure it's freaking awful. I'm sure it's a nightmare. The worst thing that maybe Johnny Depp did was he signed his emails to her parents from your son outlaw?
1: That's, that's the the ultimate pretension. Oh my god! I think the worst thing Johnny Depp has ever done is uh, the the damn chocolate factory Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think we've discussed it before. His acting is atrocious.
0: Yeah, and but you know what? Compared to her, he's like he's like his hero, Marlon Brando.
1: I'll tell you one thing. Um, one of the things we did was visit uh, Dublin, Ireland, over over the um, since the last time we, we uh, sat behind the, the, the microphones here. Heather. Yeah, and I made the mistake of watching, um, which I, what I would say is probably the wor- I would say it's in my top four worst movies I've ever seen. Um, House of Gucci.
0: Oh my god, that was so bad!
1: It's, it was it's, so bad. It's just the the worst screenplay. Um, Jared Leto, what worst, is up
0: with that guy?
1: The worst ensemble acting I've ever seen. It just it was all I felt like I was like on an acid trip because it just was crazy. I I mean, it was just it just nothing followed. And I will what I want. I want to know. I want. I want to know a world without Jared Leto. Leto?
0: Is it Leto or Leto?
1: I don't know. Whatever the hell it is, I, w- I w- let him I w- out. Let I want him out. Go. I want him. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to hear him. He's he's he should be. He should have. He this. should
0: get canceled. I saw a picture of him at the Met Gala, and he was touching the art. He had his hands on like an Egyptian statue thing. You're not supposed to touch that.
1: I think every year the Screen Actors Guild should. And, and I can, and, and, you know, I, and I'm, uh, you know, i uh, this goes for me as well. If you, like, if you give a performance like Jared Leto or Leto gave in House of Gucci, I think you should be sanctioned by, by the Screen Actors Guild. Like, we're sanctioning Putin? I think, well, I think, I think Jared should be sanctioned. I think he should have, like, a year of, he should, he should have to live, and we'll put him on the couch in poverty. We'll give him
0: some cheetos we'll cut a little hole in the couch so he can poop right in there and we'll just leave him there for a year
1: but he should go back he he should have to go back. like he the, the screen actor skills should hand down like punishment like you have community to community service if, you
0: got to go work in community theater
1: or you or they have or they have like one studio apartments like so you have to live as an out of work actor
0: you got to go live at the oakwood apartments so you can
1: appreciate it you can appreciate all your your Absurd fame and wealth
0: you have to wait tables, and you're not allowed to have a car. You have to take the bus
1: doing an offensive being being part a part of my heritage uh, being sicilian. i was I was outraged by the ridiculous accent he was doing, talking about cultural appropriation.
0: one thing that that this reminded me of thinking about out-of-work actors in the Oakwood apartments. Amber Heard said when she first moved to L.A., she had to take the bus and she would put um, changes of like tank tops, different tank tops in her bag for her auditions that she would change her tank top in the on the bus, which that is just I mean, I'm sorry, but that's perjury because nobody changes their tank top on the bus when you're going to a place that has a bathroom. Why would you do it on the bus? And why do you need different tank tops? Why are you always in a tank top?
1: I don't know. I think you need to decompress off Amber Heard.
0: Well, I have to say, it's good to be back. Okay. Back it. in the
1: closet. Yeah. Yeah. Back yeah, on yeah. the horse. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're feeling better. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy 21st anniversary Happy to you. Happy anniversary to you. you. And um, I'm glad we got everything straightened out in your, you know, and your drawers. Oh and my we got God. all that stuff cleaned out of there. We got, you know, we got, we got, the, we got fumigation underway, and everything is good. We had good. to put
0: in a, 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 a separate septic tank. So now we have two.
1: And they're picking up the ventilator today, and your you're you're, you're, you're ship's ship shape. Things are good.
0: Things are looking up. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. It's a weekend. Oh, it's Mother's Day on Sunday. If, you, if you're a mom or you have a mom or, you know, happy Mother's Day, I guess.
1: Everybody. Not, has, everybody has a mom. Yeah,
0: you know, but sometimes people don't like their mom. Sometimes their mom is not nice, or sometimes their mom isn't not around anymore. And it's sad. So let's just forget about it. I mean, you're not gonna forget about it. You you are going to um shower me with love and affection and some sort of fancy meal. But for other people, we'll just we'll just skip it.
1: Say, say, say not very good
0: podcast content